Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 58. Today, we're going to be talking with Mr. James Varner from Rain Shadow Running. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome to another episode of the Trail Manners Podcast. This is number 58, and uh, before we even get into it, we're in a different venue uh, today. Mm-hmm. The uh, I caught Joel drinking a beer. Yep. Uh, the, the Studio 78 is in the shop, as we know. It's been mentioned in the past. It's still there. Preventative maintenance. It is. It's still there. Um, so we are now in uh, uh, the Bomber Studio. Yeah. How's that? And when I suggested it today... For some reason, I don't understand why we haven't been doing this <laughs> <laughs> leading up to this. Because it's warm. It's, it's warm. enclosed. And you we, have the we key. We have a pretty good view. Yeah, we got the view of the mountains, we have, and we got a view of the liquor store. And if yeah. we want to do burpees, we can start <laughs> we can, doing burpees. We can do some burpees, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get our guests to do some stuff while we're That's here. That's right. Because <laughs> he Live in. on the air. <laughs> so, so speaking of our guest, uh, well, first of all, I got to say how awesome it is to have Joel back. He's yeah, been, he's it was been, a nice break. He's been making uh, finger puppets the last few weeks, so <laughs> so so he's back. Um, but that makes me excited because now the show is going to be so much better, and uh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he's still laughing. That's an inside one. But our guest tonight in uh, in the Bomber Studio, yeah, is uh, James Varner. Hi guys, how you doing? Great. So James pulled up and he came walking across the street with a six pack of beer. And I know, Joel he's says, my best friend right away. <laughs> Joel looked at him and he goes, Oh, I love this guy. He's my yeah. best friend. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so there's a lot of bonding going on. Yeah, already. We got James down here. James is on his nationwide tour, right? Tour for what? He's got the Trail Film Festival, the Rain Shadow Running Trail Film Festival. Uh, he just wrapped up a show in Salt Lake City. That's the one I went down to. And then the very next night, he went up to Park City and uh, shared with the masses up there. Yeah. And now you are on your way to? Bozeman. And Bozeman, then, Montana. And, and then where? Then to Denver, Boulder, Durango. Oh, you like that tour? <laughs> Havelina 100. <laughs> yeah. Tucson. Salt Lake. Flagstaff. <laughs> Austin. Chicago. <laughs> Cleveland. Columbus. Driving the whole time. Athens. Well, that's a longer story. But yeah, I could keep going naming cities. We're going to go to over 30 cities wow. on this fall tour. Um, yeah, with a dozen really awesome trail running films. So, and they are too. So I was just, I was just kind of getting a kick out of that because he's, he's in Salt Lake. Right. He's driving to Bozeman, which yep. is north. It is. Right? A ways. And then he's yep. coming back to go th- to Denver. So he gets to go through Wyoming. So that's kind of a quick little... Out and back, yeah, right? a little, it's a yeah. back. It's a little detour back. to yeah. Bozeman. It's a lollipop course. <laughs> I, I actually learned the hard way a couple of years ago. Uh, so this is our third time doing the, the Trail Running Film Festival tour, nationwide tour. 
and scheduling the cities by season is important. Right. Like yeah. driving through Montana, Montana or Wyoming, Colorado in the winter. Yeah, no good. Not ideal. No. Or even New England. We were in New England for a snowstorm. Got to Boston and there was like three feet of snow on the ground. <laughs> like, so we're trying to hit all the mountain uh, cities first, right. and then hit New England after that. Wow! And then do like um, the West Coast and yeah. the South and stuff like that. When you know, uh, gets a little hairier. When we can do that in the winter and right. it's not as crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, we're we're jumping right into it. So give us give us some. Uh, some history and the tour info. How did this come about? Number one, because first of all, it's super cool, and yeah. we'll get into that. Because I was super psyched the other night. But uh, how did this start? Whose whose idea was it? How did it come about? Were you on a run one day and say, "Hey, I should do that"? Because that's how all ideas start. Either that or hold I, my beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drinking beers, long drives, long yeah. runs. Yeah, definitely generate a lot of ideas. Um, the the very beginning of the trail running film festival was just completely organic um it just happened um at our orcas island 50k and 25k back in the old days when uh the race was a lot smaller right. we were just in the in the lodge the night before the race everybody's hanging out drinking beers and we're just putting dvds uh like david horton's the runner of when he ran the pct was one and some old western states stuff and um, you know, just, just some old classic trail running movies that, um, that I just was really excited to share with everybody. And we got like 50 guys sitting or and gals sitting around drinking beer, you right. know, everybody's excited about the race the next day and you just put in a couple of movies and, um, next thing I knew, you know, we'd done that for a few years, but instead of having 50 people sitting around the TV and we now had like 200 and it just, right. you couldn't hear the TV anymore. You couldn't see the TV anymore. <laughs> So we had a new race uh, in Oregon called uh, Gorge Waterfalls, right? And the kind of the race headquarters for that race is at this really cool place called the Edgefield, uh, which is just outside of Portland. Yeah, and it's this old, old brick building, this huge old brick building that's been turned into a hotel. But it's a very special hotel. It's got its own brewery, its own winery, its own distillery, Whoa. all right on site. Yeah. It's got multiple restaurants, multiple bars. It's got like a nine-hole nine golf course. It's got all kinds of just random stuff. Come on, rookie. I'm, I'm working in here. I'm working in here. <laughs> Eric's playing with his phone. Yeah. And, um, Instagram, baby. So they also have a 125-seat movie theater oh, where nice. you can bring food and beer right into the movie theater and watch movies. So right. It was just obvious that we had to show our trail running movies yeah. there. And um, I think that was the first year of the Killian films. Okay. And we had a bunch of other good movies. So like we had like two and a half hours of awesome films. And I think within an hour or two, we sold out every ticket. Wow. And people were like, well, you know, bring it to Spokane or bring it to Eugene or bring right. it to Ashland or bring it to Bellingham. Like we couldn't see it at Gorge Waterfalls. I was like, oh, like people... This is a thing that people want. Nobody else is doing this. It's, right. You know, it's kind of like the Warren Miller of trail running. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I was like, okay. So then we did a 12-city tour around the Northwest, hitting all those places in Washington, Oregon. Right. That um, were just like, that's like the hotbed of rain shadow running and where I have so many contacts. And we did that. And then people around the country heard about it. And they're like, mm -hmm. bring it to Austin, Texas. Bring it to Atlanta. Bring it to San Francisco. And right. I was like, okay. <laughs> so... 
Yes, that was all back in 2013. Uh, the spring tour was that 12-city tour. And then in the fall and probably winter, we did mm, at least two dozen cities. I can't remember now around the U.S. So in the spring tour, were you guys selling those things out primarily? We were doing pretty good. Um, so 75%? It, I mean, like in Portland, we sold out. Seattle, right. we sold out. Right. Um, when we say sell out, how many tickets were you selling at that one? I was 400 people in Seattle, wow. 330 in Portland. So that kind of carried the other venues a little bit. Yes, because right? we went to some actually some pretty small towns. Like, like Bend, Oregon sold out. That was good. That was 150 people in a right. really cool venue there. Um, but then a few other places, it didn't work and or didn't work as well. We had right. less people. And what I, I kind of realized is it, it's a great idea, but it's a new idea. Sure. And it's like, it is unless new. people know about it, they can't show up. It's like, like you said, it's the Warren Miller, right? You kind of that initial, right. you just right. got to get in, you got to have that name for yourself. Just like Teton Gravity Research, when mm-hmm. they first started off, right? Yeah. They had to have that name recognition. Right. And once you got that, it's like money. Yeah. And they were right? putting out good films, yep. but if nobody knows about them, then they're not going to be there. Yeah. So that's what I've learned is that... Um, you really got to do your homework and get the word out early. Because even I mean, even now, this is our third year, and um, I was in Park City today talking to Candice in his shop, and he's like, somebody came into the store today. I was telling him about how cool the film festival was, and, and the runner didn't know it existed. Right. You know? And, like, we'd been advertising for months. And it's, just, <laughs> it's just one of those things, just like any new business, any yeah. new project, it takes a few years to get enough momentum where mm-hmm. – where where it's like a household name and you know we're not there yet but we're getting there um doing things like this really yeah, helps it does being on the podcast for sure well you know i like i said i was up the down in salt lake a couple nights ago um watching that film festival and it was it was super cool just the layout of it i mean and we'll, we'll go over some of the films that are there but just how you set them up like some quick you know short ones up front and some longer ones at the end and it was just like a crazy array of films i mean it was running yeah. but it was like you know, there's film on like women running and, and kids and uh, I think old people. Old, oh my God, that, <laughs> I, I can't still. I was telling Joel about that before yeah, he got he here. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, but it's just these different backgrounds and telling these stories. Um, but there's so many of them, you know, and it's like, okay, what's the next one? What's the right. next one? What's the next one? So well, how do you how do you accept those films? Are are you getting like so many that you're having to turn them away? Or we are. are. We um, so so. The festival's evolving. Right. Um, it's it's not like this set thing yet. Where the first you know first year it was just this thing we did in one city, and then it turned into a twelve city thing, and then it turned into a two dozen city thing. So, but it started out as touring. Right. It was it wasn't like Sundance or uh, one of the other like Toronto International Film Festival. It wasn't like that where it was like right. you know multi day all in one place. Yep big thing with awards it was just these films i took around the country we've kind of gone backwards and we've created a three-day festival in seattle where we sell where we show as many films as we possibly can right uh over those three days and we have five different award categories we have an amateur award we have best picture best short best use of humor best cinematography and each award comes with a thousand dollar prize wow um, even the amateur, even That's the amateur cool. contest comes with a thousand dollars. And so we've kind of created that three day thing to entice people to submit films to us. The first right. couple of years, I just would like stumble upon something, you know, mm-hmm. you'd see it on YouTube or you'd right. see it on Facebook or somebody, you know, I know a filmmaker and be like, Hey, I'm coming out with a new film. You know, I just stumble upon these things and that would be what we, 
what we took on tour. Right. Well, now we had over 50 films submitted. Oh my goodness. Uh, for this year? For this year. And then we whittled that down to, I think, about 30 films that yeah. we showed over, over four different shows on three days wow. uh, in Seattle. And then we took the best three hours, the best 12 films right. of those over 50 that were submitted, and now we're taking them around the country. And, I mean, there were enough excellent films that we could have done six hours on right. tour. Like, really amazing stuff out there. There's, I'm trying to figure out a way to actually, there's one really cool film that we weren't able to bring on tour that I'm going to try to figure out a way to do like maybe a few like special screenings around the country oh, and pair go. it up with one or two short films or yeah. something. It just, it has a really cool message. Um, the, the star of the show, he's, he's running his first 200 mile race at the Tahoe 200 yeah, and he's doing it uh, to raise awareness and to raise money uh, for a charity that supports kids and their families with cancer. Okay. Um, and basically just providing these services that these kids need that they don't not like non-medical services. So like right. helping them like, like when their car breaks down and they yeah. can't take their kid to the chemotherapy, right. he helps them that, that nonprofit helps them, get their car fixed right it's just it's a really cool message but then of course it's combined with this guy average ultra runner dude right from virginia running his first 200 mile race <laughs> up at altitude right. in tahoe yep. <laughs> under tough circumstances and yeah. he's a character too he's he's covered in tattoos his nickname is tattoo tom <laughs> um so this that film's called indoor and um i would love to figure out a way to get that out to the world okay um but so that's just an example of one of the great films that we just couldn't fit onto the schedule of films that we have. But the films we have are just they're excellent films. Most of them you can't see anywhere else, which right. is a big thing that we try to do. We try to have the majority of what we show. And that's show. just at the three day festival. No, no, no. Well, now we're talking about what tour. Okay. So we did show tour. indoor at the three day festival. Okay. We showed we showed a ton of great stuff at the three day festival. And then took the very best of the three-day festival right. on tour. Okay. Uh, with the emphasis being, we gave preference to stuff that hasn't been released yet. Okay. So, like, like it's even if you've seen the movie before, seeing it on the big screen versus oh, seeing yeah. it at home on your laptop totally is still really cool. Right. Like, uh, like four or five of the, maybe even six of the short films that we're showing on tour are stuff that you could watch right now on right. your laptop at home. But when you see it on the big screen and you're sitting in a comfortable chair right. and you're there with all your buddies and you got your beer in your hand and popcorn, it's different. It's cool yeah. and it's highly, I, in my opinion, I guess I'm biased, but I think it's worth it to still come see it. Oh, no, it totally is. I mean, just the same thing, that screen. Yeah. You know, but sound. also the people you watch it with right. when you're in a theater because, you know, like I said, down there a couple nights ago, it's just you're running buddies, you know, from different places and, right. you know, kind of getting inspired and jacked up together. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> right. what's, what film are we going to film this one? A bunch of you know? dudes getting together and drinking beer and getting jacked up. Yeah, right. That sounds about right. <laughs> Does it sound right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's how all great stories start. Well, so. that's, I mean, I think that's actually a key part of what we try to encourage. We, we always try to open the doors to the theater at least a half an hour early, if not like an hour early. Right. So people come and hang out yeah. and you don't have the, because normally when we hang out, it's like the day before a race or it's at a race or something. And you have that, that kind of underlying stress of like, I have to focus. I have to be serious. I can't drink too much. Like, True. like I got to be focused on the race. Can't eat that but green here, chili burger. 
<laughs> we're all, but at, at the film festival, you don't have that race in the True. morning. Usually, I mean, we yeah, are going to do a, a mini screening of films the night before Havelina Hundred, but um, for the most part, it's just it's just hanging out. It's just like a social event for right. for runners and. And yeah, the big part of it is the inspiration. Just yeah. trying to, I mean, we, we advertise it to trail runners mostly, right. but we also advertise it to other runners and then just the general public as well because a lot of these films aren't like, they're not like a ski film or like a rock climbing film right. or mountain biking where it's like this action-packed, yeah. adrenaline-filled thing. It's more like really cool scenery. Yeah really cool stories and just kind of an inspirational message that I think would apply to all kinds of people, not just runners. Yeah. Um, you know, some of those too, cause <clears throat> again, sitting in the audience watching some, you have the humor ones that are funny and then you have some and you kind of want to look in the mirror, right. And go, God, I'm a loser. Right. <laughs> some of these people are incredible. Like, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Is it one step at a time? Is that the guy that had the, the heart transplant? No, that was um, uh, Life on the Fells. Okay, Life on the That's right. Yeah, oh. yeah. Multiple, my, multiple surgeries. Yeah, heart transplant. 56 surgeries. So what? Yeah. yeah, that's how many surgeries he's had. He's yeah, had and he's in his 30s. It's yeah. not like he's like oh. 80 years old or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he was born. He, was, he said he, in the movie, he says he was born blue. He was a blue baby. Oh, like he okay. was born unhealthy. Uh and needed a lot of work uh, to keep him alive and, and to keep him thriving. And, and the gr- I think one of the great takeaways of that film is that he's like, I want to make my donor proud. Yeah. Right. I don't want to waste this chance, this life that I've been given. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and do fun, amazing, inspiring things. Like, I don't want to be, I think he said, I don't want to be a dull boy. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and it was, that was crazy. Like, just this, where he was running was number one, re- just amazing. It was beautiful. Yeah. But just his whole approach to it, like you mm-hmm. said, he's like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to disappoint my, disappoint my donor. Right. Mm-hmm. And just his whole, I don't know why you wouldn't want to run. He's running in like major rainstorms with a jacket. And it wasn't like he was some elite athlete, but he was doing some pretty tough stuff too, you know. And I kept thinking, every, I didn't know he, right away that he had a transplant. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, you yeah. hear, then you hear that, and you're like, what? I mean, I look. You know, right. Just to look at him, he looks like a normal dude. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah right. Big old beard, you yeah. know, normal, normal ultra runner. And, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, running around in the fells of, of Great Britain and yeah, run into some beautiful places. But the, yeah, I think the main thing is you just take the story away from that. It's just like, wow, okay, that's cool. And yeah, it just kind of gets you inspired to be like, well, that guy, that guy's doing it. He's doing some, I don't, I don't stuff. have, I don't have a better excuse than that. Right. <laughs> <Not> really? <laughs> I still have the heart I was born with. I yeah. better get out there and <laughs> right. run pretty much. So, uh, in Salt Lake city, there were 12 films, mm-hmm. um, the same films travel everywhere or do you alternate some here and there or is it just we, 12 and that's it it's way simpler just to keep it all the same okay. yeah. um what we do do at like these screenings the night before so we were just down at grand circle uh-huh. uh, in Kanab, utah yep. um for that three-day trail festival which was really cool really neat thing that they got going on it was first year for that yeah uh one day of running in zion one day of running at bryce and one day of running at the grand canyon and each day you come back and you camp out all together or stay in, some people stay in hotels in town and, but like they had food trucks, they had live music, they had our film festival, they had another film festival, they had, um, award ceremonies, they had native American ceremonies, they had tons of prize giveaways. Like it was just a really cool, like, let's go hang out in the desert and go run right. and do all this fun stuff in the evening. Um, so for that, 
because people had to get up at 5 a.m. to get on the shuttle buses to go run at the Grand Canyon the next day. We only did an hour and a half show there. So right. so there and at Havelina, um, we shortened the show. Um, but, yeah, for the rest, the rest of the time, it's just all the same films. It's just, you know, like BAM Film Festival and their world tour, I've noticed that they give, like, the individual towns the ability to kind of tailor mm-hmm. what gets shown there and depending on how many nights they're going to be there and all that stuff. And, you know, one day, that's my goal, is to be like Banff, to be that big, to be able right. to sell out Salt, Salt Lake City for six nights in a row or something <laughs> in an 800-seat theater. You know, that would be really awesome. That but, would be cool. But right now, we're, <laughs> we're at the other end of the spectrum, you know, just, uh, just trying to make it work. And, right. and so logistically, yeah, just keeping the lineup the same. That way, everybody knows when when they show up to the film, they know what to expect. And you can and you can check that out. With, you know, all the listeners, you can go to trailfilmfest.com to get some more information on it. Because there's a lot of information. There's there's city there's dates. Now, let me ask you this: If it's not going somewhere right now on the calendar, is there still potential to go other? Places? There if someone is. Someone calls you and says, "Man, yeah. you got to bring this to yeah to Ogden, o- yeah Ogden, Ogden or Utah. Omaha yeah, or yeah. yeah somewhere in South Florida or I mean, yeah, it's it's so the Bronx. We well, we're going to Brooklyn. Okay, um, that's good. close that's enough. Good. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Right now, we plan to add at least. I want to say six to ten more cities to the tour that we do it the way we normally do, like the show you saw in Salt Lake City. Okay, that's probably our maximum amount that would put us over forty cities that we'll go to this year. Is this you that's going around doing it? Normally, yeah. For the first time ever, um, I'm having some buddies kind of cover some shows for me right um i'm in the process of moving actually to colorado uh yeah you can see the u-haul out the window (laughs) i thought Um, that was just you no that's not tour stuff i thought it was beer no that's you (laughs) that's my dressers and all my shoes and all my clothes and (laughs) yeah all my furniture is in there so um you don't have a lot of stuff. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, my girlfriend has stuff that's she's got oh. stuff shipped being shipped directly to the house, and um, yeah, no, I've always lived pretty like this is actually kind of normally. I mean, there was one point in my life everything I fit, everything I owned fit into the back of a 1978 Toyota pickup. <laughs> oh, nice. Without the cab, oh. just like in the bed, oh, right in the it bed. just fit in the bed. Oh, nice. You know, it was like probably like six bins of stuff or yeah. something. You that's know, awesome. Uh, but anyhow, those days are gone. But <laughs> I'm still pretty, pr- still pretty light. Um, but so anyhow, back to the tour. Um, we are trying to figure out a way to incorporate all these other towns and cities that right. want our films, but that we can't for logistical reasons or time or, or whatever, um, can't get them into the tour itself. We're trying to figure out how to make that work where Maybe we can just coordinate with some a local running store right. or a local person there and have them maybe do a little bit more of the legwork that we normally do ourselves. Right. Um, maybe have a local personality do the MC stuff that I usually do. Um, Joel would be good at that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> he loves standing up in front of people. Does, does, Ogden, <laughs> does Ogden have the demand for a showing? Oh, we man. can do it. We can get it. 
I brought, uh, you, of course, you you know you had it, but uh, running the edge of Colorado Trail with Scott Jaime. I mean, he's obviously lived here, but we brought that to Ogden to the Egyptian Theater, which house holds like eight hundred or like five million something. Yeah, like that. and yeah. we we fit almost uh, a little about three hundred fifty people. Oh, that's in there. great! And that's then the next awesome. night we went down to Bruby's and filled one of those theaters with right. it. So yeah, I mean, it, we definitely have. Ogden is a hotbed. Right for it a trail really, ring, it's yeah. like well, this low key hotbed. Yeah, I mean, you can look out the window <laughs> yeah, really, from right? the studio right now, <laughs> yeah. and there are incredible. The Wasatch Mountains are right here. I mean, my yeah. second 100 was right here. Yeah, and I mean, it's just. I mean, Salt Lake City must be just packed full in, in Ogden and everywhere yeah. up and down Sandy yeah. and Provo. You know, mm-hmm. just full of it's trail just, runners. And it's just it growing. Is. It's we got some really good running groups. Right. You know, obviously you've been up to Park City. So, you know, Park City Run Company, they do a good thing up there. Yeah, they so, do I mean, it right up there. It's, uh, it's definitely growing around here. But, yeah, I mean, there's film festivals do good, I think. And I think it's just, you know, we try to get the name out for years coming to town for sure. And, you know, we definitely saw a lot of people we know. But because I've, I've had people ask me, hey, how, did, how do you get it here? Because I've kept posting, oh, I'm here tonight. I can't wait for the film mm-hmm. to start. I'm like, well, come to Pocatello, come to wherever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, Pocatello, big one. They got yeah. a good running store there. They do, and they Pocatello have a good running, running community. Company? Yeah, they so got a good community up yeah. there. We'll be in Boise uh, this winter, but yeah, I mean, there's just there's places all over. Um, I think it's about the venue, too. Find the right venue. Well, so for us, yeah, and we're extra picky because yeah. they have to serve beer. Right. <laughs> And not everybody does that. No, nope. that's true. I mean, so there in itself, Pocatello might be a hard fit then, right? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Not all places have it. Yeah. Um, and it just to us, you know, that's just one of those like deal breakers. It, I mean, I mean, we've made it work. Like, uh, um, you know, a couple of places we've just we've kind of figured out a way to do it on our own. Right. Um, but it's so much easier. The theater already serves beer. Right. Um, and it's just. I don't know. I just I like drinking beer. Yeah, I like wonder, sitting uh, and watching a movie and drinking beer. I and know. I wonder how many people Luke Nelson's garage will hold. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he has another garage sale, yeah, there a we bit, go. Right? That's right. <laughs> so, so another question that people have been asking me because we've been doing this where we post some things online and we tell people who we might be talking to and like, oh, ask them this. Right. In your your experience, because maybe not the film side, but what kind of cameras does everybody use? It's not GoPro stuff. It's Yeah, for the most part, it's not GoPros anymore, although um, Mike Wolf and Hal Corner did a film last year that we showed on tour where they ran the John Muir Trail, the oh, 200 yeah. and, what is it, 16 miles, 200 plus miles, John Muir Trail going for the speed record, and they filmed that almost, I think, entirely with, uh, I think, Mike's cell phone wow <laughs> really yeah and it actually turned out pretty well uh jb benna came up with a with a real camera and got some good shots of right. them at, at a couple points and um but again you know like these films uh it's about the story right you know it's about the characters um and it doesn't have to be the best equipment that being said the bounciness, yeah. you know, right. like that's one thing that's it's almost a deal breaker. If a film gets submitted and it's super bouncy, like it's just probably not going to make the cut. Right. Um, so getting one of those um, those gyro stabilizer things, which aren't even that expensive. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of them out there. Getting a drone. Um, getting a drone <laughs> is obviously <laughs> super <honest>. awesome. <laughs> that takes it to the next level. It does. Um, you know, uh, but I, I'm I'm not really a tech person. I don't. I actually keep meaning to like buy a really nice camera, video camera myself, so I can just like capture stuff when I'm out doing stuff better than you know my iPhone. But I um, flip phone for a minute. But uh, <laughs> it it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have to be entirely about the equipment. But 
it good equipment definitely helps. That's right. for sure. Um, but you know, it's really cool with having the amateur contest is um, the the I feel like so we had so we had these two guys come and run on one of our races, our Deception Pass 50k and 25k race, uh, probably like four years ago now, and they weren't pro filmmakers. And I don't even, they might have even just borrowed the camera. I don't even know what, where they got the camera from. They didn't know what they were doing. They showed up. They made a film of the race. And it was awesome. It was great. And right. it was just something I'd been wanting to do for our races because our, our races are really scenic. And, and photos can only do so much to show that scenery. And right. like, these guys just showed up and they just did it. And I was like, hey, can you guys come to all of our races and do that? <laughs> um, and so they did. They did right that on. for two years. And we have like two race videos from almost all of our races. And um, we're showing one of them on the tour right now. And, Is that um, the Orcus 100? The Orcus 100. And they made a really awesome race video of the Javelina 100 right. uh, two years ago that we took on tour. And um, they've done it for other race directors around the country. And um, they just started out like complete amateurs. And they learned the art. They they asked around to other filmmakers. They they got better and better equipment as they had money to do that. And um, <laughs> they learned how to do better editing and stuff like that. So it's for anyone out there listening that's at all interested. Like you might see like this really incredible film by Joel Wolpert or JB Benna right. or Matt Trappy, and be like, oh, there's no way I could ever do that. But it, it's possible. Yeah, it really is possible. Yeah, you just explain the whole history of our podcast. Pretty much. Well, yeah, <laughs> couple no, amateurs, with some borrowing some gear, no, getting stuff when they get we, money. We bought some. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's interesting because people like if someone wanted to not just make a film, but maybe get some ideas of what category to go into or cutoffs of accepting or, or something like that. Would mm -hmm. they just go to the trailfilmfest.com website? Yeah, all that's on the website right now. It probably still has our 2016 information. Um, we're going to start accepting films submitted uh, sometime in January. Okay. Uh, and then the deadline will probably be sometime in July. Oh, right. Um, we kind of, so we wanted to have a really strict deadline. I think this year was going to be, in 2016, was going to be, what was it, like July 31st? And it just like, everybody waits till the last second. <laughs> And I'm freaking out. It's like, we've got this big theater booked for three days in Seattle. And right. we've got like 12 films submitted. It's like, <laughs> we like we need we need 40 films, you know, to, to fill, fill all the time. And we need, and at the last, like the last few weeks, last month or whatever, tons of films came right. in, you know, everybody waits the last second, but it all worked out. But it put us behind schedule because we didn't know what we were going to be showing at the three-day festival. So we couldn't open up the tickets. We couldn't advertise. Right. And then we didn't know what we were going to be taking on tour. And so then, again, like we couldn't open up ticket sales. We couldn't advertise. And so it just creates this domino effect of we're just we're behind schedule. And so I have to find this balancing act of like if we put the deadline too early in the year, then there's all these films that come out after the deadline and we want to show the newest, coolest films. Right. So then we're missing out on all these, all these films that missed the deadline so we can, you know, be able to advertise and stuff. So I got to find that balance of like setting the deadline in the right place where we can, where we can do all the marketing and all the stuff that we need to do, but we can also show the new stuff. And I think what we're going to end up doing is 
if folks want to be considered for one of the prizes, they'll have a deadline for there that. You go. Yeah. If they want to be just in the festival or be considered for tour, there'll be maybe another deadline. Right. And um, it's not ideal, but I think it's it's just the only way we're going to be able to make it work until we're probably like this really big hotshot like BAMF or Warren Miller where like people plan their lives around coming to see our festival or submitting a film to us. Like yeah. We're not that yet. It's going to take a while. Well, this will help. It will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trail manners is going to change everything. We're global. My life will We're never global. be the same. Yep. It won't. I'm telling you what. It you're going to have you're going to have a bigger have a, U-Haul than that. Club. That's right. I have a few new stockers. You might have two dressers by the time that's this is right. over. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to let you get a quick moment because I think it's pretty uh, important and interesting and really cool. Like who sponsors the film? Who helps make this possible for you guys? Oh, well, yeah, that's great. That's always, it's so good to thank the sponsors. Um, as, as you guys probably know, like, uh, things like this just can't, we can't just rely on s- charging tickets to cover all the expenses of a right. tour like this, driving around the country, all that stuff. Um, so without making our ticket prices $30, $40 a person, um, we have all these great sponsors who chip in money and other resources, like helping us marketing and stuff like that. And so... Um, Rain Shadow Running, which is another thing that I founded, um, a whole bunch of races in Washington and Oregon. Um, shortest race we do is 25K, longest race we do is 100 miles. Um, that's the presenting sponsor. And then we've got Innovate uh, Trail Running Shoes, um, which are great shoes for super technical stuff, for short, fast races. They've got some stuff for ultras. Uh, their biggest like thing that folks think about is like their traction. They have, they were their company was born in the fells of of right. England of of the UK where it's a swampy, wet, slippery, grassy, rocky, just gnarly places to run. Where they don't even run on trails there. Those fell races, for the most part, you're just running like through the woods right. and through the fields and complete cross country through these mucky places and. So their shoes are, are they were designed to give people really good traction for stuff like that. Um, another one of our sponsors is Territory Run Company. Yeah, they, those guys uh, are cool. Brett Farrell from Portland, Oregon, he's a trail runner. He was working in a running store in Portland and was like, "There's no like cool like cotton T-shirt to wear after you're done running. Right. Like you got all your race shirts." You know, and you got your normal shirts, but you don't have like a shirt to be like, "Hey, I'm a trail runner. Look at me!" Like, like, this says, like there wasn't trail manner shirts back then either. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's another thing. You guys are changing the world. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah, so territory they design casual wear for trail runners that are just super comfortable, really nice materials. Like it's a, usually a cotton poly blend or Wait a th- three blend. Super hold soft. Hold that. Hold that thought for a second. I told you couple years ago that was a good idea did yeah, i not you did. yep it's true I, I needed to bring that up you did it's true okay. still not okay. too late still, <laughs> still not too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a good idea it still is you missed it's the boat, not though. too late you it's missed not the boat, too late buddy. you guys <laughs> um so yes yeah, so they make they got hats they got t-shirts hoodies socks all kinds of cool right stuff on. and then also they just try to foster a really cool community of trail runners and so on their website they've got um, all kinds of great stories and pictures that runners submit. Right uh, Nick Triolo is a frequent uh, contributor. He's a pretty fast runner guy, but also is just a great writer. Mm. Um, he's a professor at the University of Montana, whatever's in Missoula. Um, yeah. 
and just uh, you know, writes about really cool subjects. And so you can find some other than just going there to shop. If you go to the website, you can get just some really cool um, stories and pictures right and stuff like that. And um, Aspire Adventure Running is a new company based in Washington. They do um, they do guided runs in places where you can't have races. Uh, so like in national parks, right? Um, uh, just other places where you just can't get a permit, I guess, for a race. Uh, they do single-day runs in North Cascades National Park, uh, multiple different runs throughout the year. They do a three-day run all the way around Mount Rainier on the 93-mile Wonderland Trail. That's right. the one I want. Yes, I know. That's what I want for Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah, okay. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and so with the Wonderland Trail, like that was actually, when I first moved out west, when I first moved to Washington, I spent 10 days backpacking that trail and it's just, it's a classic, beautiful, you know, it's one of those things like, um, like the John, it's like the John Muir trail of the Northwest. It's like just everybody wants to do it. You do this big circle around Mount Rainier, which is the tallest mountain in Washington, 14,000 foot mountain covered in glaciers, big old growth forests, wildflowers everywhere, just this beautiful thing. And so the tricky thing about just going and running it on your own is it's, even though you're in a national park, it's really remote. You might cross a paved road in those 93 miles, I'm gonna say twice, Wow, maybe three times. Um, And to get to the few other like dirt roads that get up to like different trailheads, it's hours and hours around. So if you wanted to ask a buddy to like sacrifice his weekend so you could go run three days and so your buddy could support you, it just it'd be a huge undertaking for your for your spouse or your friend or somebody right. to, to do that for you. And so this company basically is your hired buddy, it's your hired spouse. They'll I like that. well, I mean, I don't know how we'll much stay they'll hired do for buddy. you, but they'll <laughs> we'll stay hired buddy. We'll keep hired, it a hired buddy. Hired buddy. spouse? <laughs> wait, wait Let's, a minute. <laughs> your hired helper. We'll just say hired helper. What's going go. on up there in Washington? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you know, so I'm, basically you can almost get like a porter at that point, right? Because right. they're carrying like you're they're, carrying they're your gear in, right? They're your crew. Yeah. And um they'll pick you up at the airport, they'll drive you out to what? the trailhead. That's awesome. Okay. See, they'll, that's why I want it for Christmas. They'll um, <laughs> they'll make sure you know you don't get lost. You know where you're going. Know what you're doing. They feed you. Uh, when you get done each day, you know there's food waiting for you. There's a cooler of ice cold beer waiting for you. You know, it's just you just show up and run and have a good time. And those are your, your responsibilities. Your, your sleeping arrangements are set up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They really set up camps. Massages yeah. at the end of the day. I think you got to pay that the That's extra, extra package. <laughs> it's like an add-on package. It's just a platinum package. Yeah, right, right, right. That's probably they do do um, as well as their their adver- advertised trips. They also do custom trips. So if you were just like, hey, I want to run the Colorado Trail, yeah, and I don't have anybody that can help me, they'll figure out the logistic logistics and help you. That's awesome. Like, and that so that that trail, the Wonderland, has been on my list ever since I started running. Yeah, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've talked to a few people about it, but my favorite person is I've talked to Chrissy Mel about it a few times. Yeah, yeah. And every time I bring it up, she lights up like I can't. She's oh my gosh, she. Oh, I mean, she's it's that exciting, and yeah, she's been right. everywhere. Yeah. And so that kind of tells me something. And number two, you're going around Mount Rainier. Mm-hmm. And there was a beer named after that, so there's another, <laughs> thing, right? How bad could it be? Yeah, yeah, right. How bad could that be? So yeah, that's what. That's why I want that for Christmas. I so. think that's a win-win. You can't lose on that. They no. pick you up there. That's crazy, right? That's awesome. Yeah, that's super crazy. What yeah. if I fly into like <laughs> Portland? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that's why I want. I was hoping you'd bring those guys up because I started <clears> doing some digging because I didn't know much. I didn't know anything about them until your film festival. So I think whatever they're doing, that's a great. It's idea. going really well yeah. for them because yeah. I'd never heard of it. And as soon as I saw 
saw the Wonderland Trail. I was on there uh, last night checking it out. I'm like, yep, okay, that's on my Christmas list. And yeah. they're they're awesome folks. Abram is the owner of the company, and um, he just for his whole life, you know, he's probably been in the outdoors, and he 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 kind of works in that world of of guiding and outdoor education and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but they also they come and volunteer at our races. Like uh, he was at, he's actually on film on the Orcus right. 100. Um, and the aid station that he captained, uh, they had a lot of different really, so, so at our range shadow running races, we try to kind of go above and beyond with food and like beer and music and all that stuff. Like after the race, like we have uh, a mobile pizza oven that comes to almost every single one of our races. We almost always have like live music, like bluegrass or something at the finish line, kegs of beer. Um, but also we try to have really good aid station food too and not just like gels and right. cookies and M&Ms. Like right. we try to have some real food there too. And so he took that to the next level and had sushi. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Oh, man. Yeah. Could you get that on the Homemade, Wonderland Trail? They made it right there. See, the Wonderland Trail would be okay. I'm not sure about racing and sushi. Oh, you know you'd hit it. Like I, you think would have I think to. it's great. You'd have to. The sticky rice. Oh, man. Yeah, I I'm just... okay with the rice part. Well, you could probably do a veggie one. You yeah, wouldn't have to do right. the, the yeah, veggie you, roll. You, could not, the... you wouldn't have to have a... a... Ooh, tempura the... shrimp would be all right. Yeah, you could well, do I don't the... know if you have to... I don't think have a deep fryer. Come on, <laughs> now. You <laughs> say you took it to the next level. That's can... next level. Okay, Joel, Joel, if you're listening, <laughs> you got to get a deep fryer out there. If not, Joel, do the Nancy Pants sushi just with like you know carrots and no dude i'm all in i used to make sushi for a living come on now (laughs) well then you have to go yeah yeah so um so that's aspire what do we have we've got uh also squirrel squirrels nut butter um how could i forget them they've got the best name out of everybody they do they win they won this year on that didn't they they're crushing it yeah Yeah. so they uh real quick we did a gear review on youtube with uh squirrels nut butter great great i didn't have any and I couldn't find any, so I said, hey, Joel, man, I know you have some. You've got the sample tin. Hook me up. You know, I know you have some. And he's I got like, some in the truck if you need some. No, I didn't have any. He's like, oh, here you go. And it's a little teeny tin, right, yeah, the right. sample one. And I'm like, I oh, that's I wasn't going to cool. give him the, the, the big one. Yeah, of course the, not. The right. one that's been, on, you know, on the undercarriage. Yo, that's what I thought. So I opened the tin the first time I go to use it, and it's been used. Yeah. And I thought. I don't know what he's dipped in that. Yeah. Well, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Little, you're talking about the little tin that's yeah, like the, the size of a quarter. Yeah, you exactly. can't dip anything in that. Well, you got to scoop with You your don't finger. know Joe yeah. like I know Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I told I said, I only put the tip in. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there going, do I want to try this? So I put it in the microwave and I heated it up and let it solidify again. How'd that, that go kit, well with it, the aluminum tin? I got a new microwave. Oh, my God. But anyway, so that stuff's awesome, by the way. It really is. But I need to get some. So, squirrels and nut butter, you need to come. Well, I was, yeah, I was listening to your podcast from a few days ago with Carl, Carl, Carl Meltzer, his 2000 plus mile run in the Appalachian Trail said he used squirrels nut butter the whole way. So if it works for him for 2000 miles in the Appalachian Trail, it's going to work for anybody. Yeah. Uh, Jim Walmsley use it, uses it and it doesn't help him, with navigation. <laughs> no, but, it makes him um, faster. doesn't help you swim better, but, you know, it, he runs fast. He, he runs fast, and sometimes that's all that matters. because he's greased up. Yeah. So, so I mean, he just killed it, the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, we yeah. talked about that, too, Holy on one of cow. our things. So I'm going to go back, rewind, like rewind. 14, 15, 16 seconds, right? He mentioned like James Varner. No, James Varner, global icon. Yeah film festival guru mentioned he listened to our show 
Oh, yeah. That did was you hear that? Too, yeah. Did you hear that? I did. You listened well, I spent a lot of time in the truck driving yeah. from See? city to city, well, so sure I got a lot he, of podcasts to listen like to. doing what we do. He probably stops. Stop. Like, he's like, yeah, do he's I really want to go on exactly. this? Let me you see what these guys are about. You got to do your homework going into the interview. Because he brought beer, so he's like, uh-oh, I better. Yeah, so if you're listening. I figured if nothing else, we'll drink some beer. It might be a horrible show, but we'll we'll drink some beer. It's the burpee beer mile. We're oh my gosh! Now. I forgot no, we're no, doing no, burpees no, later. No. No. So that's, that's some your, kettlebell swinging. That's yeah. your that's your sponsors for. Yeah, well, for I mean, door. Squirrels Nut Butter. In case anybody missed, it's a lube that you use to prevent chafing. Um, Chris Thornley from Arizona, uh, longtime ultra runner, done ultra hundred milers. Um, his wife actually developed it um, for. I think their daughter had you know some trouble with some dry skin or something. So right. it was in, intentionally. Uh, created for something other than for runners. But like Chris got a hold of it and was like, oh, well, this would be great. This is way better than Vaseline or whatever. And so started using that and started giving around to his runner buddies and everybody loved it. And yeah. so, yeah, so they're great. All those companies are, they're just really helping out so much with us getting these films out around the country. Um, we just couldn't do it without them. So thanks a lot, That's everybody. Cool. Yeah, and, and Joel and I can speak on that. I mean, we know how important sponsors are. We you do. Know, we're sponsored by... Joel and Eric. So, you know, we <laughs> By know your how, bank accounts. Yeah, we're, we know how important <laughs> By those Wells two Fargo are. By Wells Fargo and Chase and, <laughs> and that, that credit, credit card. That, and yeah, and that, that collection agency just quits calling. <laughs> right? Man. Is that why you guys have a mobile studio? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Right? Can't track you down? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. pretty much. <laughs> Maybe. I'll give you my P.O. box number. We can exchange letters. <laughs> letters. <laughs> so, and, and we'll, we'll touch on that. So, anyway, if you haven't seen it, again, trailfilmfest.com. Check it out. Find it in your area. Yep. But make sure you take your friends with you because oh, if yeah. they miss out on that, it's 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 one and done for the year. You know, Pretty you got to travel and find someone else. Which somewhere is a good else idea to do too. It. Yeah, it is. I mean, I wouldn't. I was going to go to Park City. Yeah. the night after go, just because I enjoyed spot it and run new trails. Yeah, because right? Canis mentioned they had beer, and I'm like, yeah, well, well, you know how Canis. Yeah, is, I might you know? need to show up there, but yeah. we didn't. So we talked about the film festival. For, you know, great job. It is super inspiring. Right. You know, from from personal experience. I mean, again, the 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 Fell show. Um, I mean, all of them were. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on. I don't I want to spoil them for no, anybody, don't. but um, there's some great. Even the short ones were just so cool. Just one-liners, these little messages that right. you know pop in your head. So, thanks for what you're doing for the trail oh, running welcome. community because yeah. that's just taking trail running to the next level. And you know, just as well as anybody else, and that it's such a cool community, it is. right? And that's oh, yeah. anytime you can get your running buddies together and gals and mm-hmm. a beer. And yeah. watch trail running stuff. It's a there. You can't go wrong, no. right? You can't go wrong. So, thanks for that. And now we're going to jump in quickly to your aces. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, that's. I mean, and that's. I. That's a great tie-in. I mean, I wouldn't be doing the film festival if it wasn't for the races, and I wouldn't be doing the races if it wasn't for this awesome community. Yeah. Right. Um, I I hiked the Appalachian Trail back in 1999, and when. When I was preparing to do that, I'd never backpacked before. And I got this idea in my head. I was going to do it. And I was doing all this research. This was back before the internet was really the internet. And right. so it was like, I'm reading books yeah. and all this stuff and trying to figure out what backpack to buy and what sleeping bag to buy. And there was this like uh, weekend long conference out in the mountains of West Virginia uh, called the American Long Distance Hikers Association. And they had seminars and, and slideshows and you know, it's all kinds of different stuff for like rookies like me to come and like learn from from the old pros. Right. And also it was kind of like a reunion too for the hikers that have had already done the trail and stuff like that. And so I went to this thing 
And there's this guy giving this slideshow of his run of the entire Appalachian Trail. And like I ran cross country in high school. We ran three mile races and I ran, you know, now I'm probably like 20, 21 years old. And I'd ran a few 5Ks and 10Ks. And I'd heard of like marathons, but I'd never heard of anything longer than a marathon and definitely not on trails. And this guy ran over 2,000 miles on trails, David Horton. Yep. And so I go up and talk to him after the slideshow. And I was like, this is incredible. Like, this is, I would love to do something like this. How do I get started? What do I do? And he's like, well, there's races all over the country, 30 miles, 50 miles, 100 miles. And it just opened up this whole new world to me. And I went off and I threw hiked the Appalachian Trail. And that's like great community, too, of these people that, it, that, um, that you meet out there on the trail. And when I got done with that, you know, I had this idea in my head. I was like, okay, I'm going to start training for my first ultra. I'm going to do these ultras. And I had no idea that the same community awaited me in the ultra world right. and in the trail world. And um, I just started doing these races, and I started volunteering at the races. And there was this one race I had moved uh, from the East Coast to the West Coast, and I was living in Olympia, Washington. And there was this one race director for this fat-ass race, uh, like this January. I don't know if you guys know what fat asses are, but yeah. they're, you don't know, don't look basically. at me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> no. I, knew, I knew that was um, coming. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I, I did. I knew that was coming. I'm, I'm getting for the, so for, for the audience that might not be familiar with this, these type of mm -hmm. runs, they're an uh, informal race. They're usually right. either free or like five, ten bucks or something. Yeah, pay for some They're usually... Yeah. They're not marked. There's no, no T-shirts. You know, you no might not awards. even get results. You know, on ultra sign up, there's no awards. What? I know. If, yeah. there, if it's but a it's fat ass race, you're not getting yeah. a result. It's, <laughs> I mean, I've done fat asses where you just wrote your time on a notebook. Yeah. You know, and somebody posted it on you know an email listserv thing. Right. Um, <laughs> Spreadsheet. <laughs> but uh, so anyhow, so I was helping this guy with this one thing. I helped him do some trail work, and then he's like, "Well, I need help doing this, and I need help doing this." And I was like, "Well, next thing I knew." I was co-race director and I was right. like, well, why don't we do a real race in the summertime? Cause that's like, that was in January when it was crappy out. I was like, why don't we do like a real one in, in the summer? And it's like, okay, let's, let's do a 50 miler. And so I just was all of a sudden co-race director with this guy, John Pierce in Olympia. And it just kind of grew from there. It was like, I got the, got the confidence and the experience of, of how to put on a race and, I just living in the Northwest, I would just go like, and I was always like training for hard rock. Hard rock's my favorite race. Um, I was always trying to find, you know, the gnarliest places to run with the most elevation gain, trying to get up as high altitude as I could to get right. ready for the altitude at hard rock. And um, I just kept stumbling upon these really cool places around Washington and Oregon that didn't already have a race. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, you know, if we have a race here in Olympia or if we have a race up here in Bellingham, like Chuck and I was like, well, we got to have a race on Orcas Island. Right. Or we got to have a race out on Yakima Skyline. And um, that's how Rain Shadow just got started. It was just, it, I just was helping out at other races and I became a race director, but I still had a day job. Did that for a few years and eventually got to the point where I had like four races and I was still working full time at, a, at another job and was like, well... If I had like one race a month and just made a little bit of money off of each one, mm -hmm. I quit my real job and start doing this full time. And so, and so I did. And now we have 18 days wow. of races. Um, oh my goodness. I, I still That's have, I still every, almost every time I go running somewhere, I'm evaluating it. I'm like, hmm, there's no race here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wonder where we could put the aid stations and I wonder where everybody would park and, you know. 
It's uh so yeah, anytime a bell goes off in my head where it's like, wow, this is a cool place. Got to have a race here. Right. Now I kind of have to be a little I have to hold myself back cuz now we have the film festival, all right. the other races we're already doing. Uh we've also started doing music festivals, oh which are, we're going to be growing into this this new project um and, and that combines moved. music festivals and out, outdoor recreation in really amazing places. He's moving his And now you moved to Colorado. Right? I moved to Colorado so and So that's going to be interesting, right? Well, I put on a 50k in Colorado 10 years, it'll be 10 years ago uh, this coming summer. And so I'm thinking about doing the 10th year anniversary of it. We only did it one year. Right. Um, it was called the Epic 50K. Uh, it had 14,500 feet of elevation gain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It had, yeah, Speedgoat was Speedgoat. Got 11. Yeah. Yeah. Harder than Speedgoat. Harder than the rut. I'm going on tape right now. Where's this at? <laughs> it's in Silverton, where Hard Rock starts. So average elevation of this 50K is 11,000 feet. Oh. The three, so it goes oh. up and over four mountains that surround Silverton. Right. Three of them are 13ers, and the short <laughs> one's only 12 and a half. It's one-third trail, one-third crazy Jeep road, and huh. one-third cross-country. Oh complete off-trail. Scree fields, snow wow. fields, This is like a elk good trails. mini hard rock. You it's know? a mini hard rock. So our, we had to, you had to qualify for this 50K. Well, yeah. Hard rock was one of the qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's basically everything from like Squaw Peak 50-miler. Like this was 10 years ago, so there right. weren't as many races to choose from. But basically yeah. it had to be like a really hard sure. 100-miler or 100K or something really crazy right. uh, 50-miler. Like you had to be a very experienced. And so we had half the runners, I think, used hard rock as their qualifier. Right. And half the runners did not make the time cutoff. Oh the time goodness. cutoff was 16 hours for a 50K. Right. And half of these badass runners could didn't not make, make the time cutoffs. Wow. What time of year? We did it in August. Okay. We'll probably do it around Hard Rock uh, when we do do it again. We, we haven't done it for 10 years. Right. Um, the winning time, Eric Skaggs and Kyle Skaggs, in eight hours and 56 minutes. That's ridiculous. Second place was three hours later. <laughs> First female was 13 hours. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we had, we had some really badass runners there that were really just struggling to make the cutoffs. Um, huh. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyhow, so that's, that's just an example. We try to make really tough races, really beautiful races right. uh, at Rain Shadow. None of them are quite that hard. The Yakima Skyline has 10,000 feet of elevation gain for the 50K. Is that the, um, the staircase one? The Angel's Staircase, we haven't been able to do the last couple of years because of forest fires. It's in late summer right. in uh, the dry part of Washington. Okay. And it just... Uh, for three years in a row, we either canceled it or almost canceled it. Right. And so until we figure out a better time of the year to do it when we're not going to be at such a high risk for fire, right. we're just, we, we just, I can't keep taking people's money and then having to cancel the race. Sure. It's just not Because that thing's cool. got, what, 6,000-foot climb right away? Yeah. You start at 2,400 feet, and you climb up to 8,000 feet at the start of the race in yeah. the first 10 miles. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, so 6,000 6, feet yeah. in the first 10 miles. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful, beautiful. I know, it's, the pictures look Yeah, incredible. Amazing. So we're going to try to figure out a way to make that one happen. That's cool. Um, we have the Gorge Waterfalls 100K and 50K. The, the 100K is a Western States qualifier right. and a golden ticket race. So we get a lot of elite runners coming to that one. Mm -hmm. um, we just had some friends go up and do that this we year. We did. Yeah, Candace went up there. Huh? Yeah, and yeah. So did uh, Harrison and Brian right. went up there yep. and ran that. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they they are you doing Waldo now? We are well, now are like the race. Yeah, we are the race directors Wait. now for Waldo. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Craig Thornley from from Western States fame. 
uh, created that race over 10 years, probably 15, going, I don't know. I should know, I should know this. Over 15 years ago, probably. Right. Um, and he just is so busy with Western States that he has been looking for a new race director to take over Waldo. Um, and so we're going to do that. We're going to try to keep it um, exactly the same. Okay. Um, right. So we're, there's actually really great... Um, that race is a fundraiser for the local um, ski patrol. It starts and finishes at a ski area right. in uh, southern uh, southern Oregon in the Cascades, and um, it's also a fundraiser for the the ham radio operators, the search and rescue people. And more so than any other race I've ever seen before, the nonprofits that are benefiting from the race are heavily involved in the management and the execution of the race. Right. And so for us at Rain Shadow. We normally do all that stuff that they do. Right. And so if we came in, we would change everything. We wouldn't have all these people that have been the aid station captain for the last 10 years. Right. We wouldn't have, you know, Beth doing what she does at such and such place. Like right. we, all these people, we just like kick them out and be like, well, we're doing it our way. Yeah. And we're just, that's not our style. Right. That's not what we want to do. That race works perfectly the way it is. We still want it to be a fundraiser for those nonprofits, for those great um, organizations. Um, we want it to have the same feel that it has and, which I, th- I don't think would change anyhow because our races are pretty low-key. We always have food and beer at the finish line. They always have that at their finish line. And, you know, we're going to bring in a band. They don't normally do a band, but we're going to bring that in. But right. that's like probably the major change we're going to do is we're going to bring in a band to the finish line. So Because we, we, we were in this room at 5 a.m. this morning uh, doing a little workout. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of our buddies, Mr. Harrison Fluman. He said, I told him who we were talking to, and he came up and did the Gorge Waterfall, so he's definitely familiar. He's done them, and he's done Waldo, loves it. Oh, yeah, he's he, like, that's the one race he wants to go back and do yeah, against he Waldo. Said, he's like, okay, make sure you tell him. Make sure they don't bleep it up. Right? I mean, that's, what I, that's, that's, that's what my philosophy, like yeah. is like we're changing as little as possible, so the nonprofit that actually owns the race is still going to own the race. Um, all their policies and all that stuff is going to stay in place. Um, they're just going to pay us a little bit of money to send me and probably one other staff person down there to take take on Craig's role. It's right. like everyone else is going to retain the roles that they have. Everything's going to stay the same. I'm just you know going to be the guy kind of calling the shots um, on race day okay. and kind of coordinating gotcha. things. You know, I'll just be the coordinator. I won't right. be like the I won't be a dictator. Nice. No. Well, and my my lovely wife Melanie uh, has given me the go ahead, and this is on on record now now it's a podcast <laughs> right she's because i showed her the, i showed her the orcas island 50k film last night and she's like oh yeah we'll go there right well you can do that one sign up where's it where do you sign up and the oregon coast 50k we just were up there uh in september oh, cool and i was showing her that uh ginger runner did that cool little mm-hmm. uh film on that and def- i've watched like seven times <laughs> and uh, she's like oh yeah you, you can go to that one too. <laughs> you can go so, that one too. so so see that how that works so that's great I'm just i mean those are two there. they're kind of spread out the oregon coast race we just did a, a few weeks ago in in early october yeah. and then orcas whether you do the 25k 50k or 100 miler is either in late january or early february for the 50k or late february for the 100 miler so see, that's perfect because um, that's i can have plenty of vacation yeah. time saved up spread to go out. to both yeah you know I went to college in Portland, so I love the Northwest, right. and I've never done a race up. I didn't run when I was going to college. Well, I, was a, I was a soccer guy, right? Yeah. Right. So I just chased a ball around the field. Yeah. But now I want to go up and do some some running. So you you fit the bill. You you got my fix, and I got the green light. So come on. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you a tough question right now, okay? Because that's what we do here, right? Of all the races you put on in Rain Shadow races, okay, what is your favorite one? 
Do you have children? Yeah. Which one's your favorite child? <laughs> well, that's easy. <laughs> that's easy. You have favorites? Yeah. Yes. Everybody does. They say they don't, oh. but everybody does. Yeah. I can answer that for him. But okay. I'm not going to. I <laughs> got a favorite child. Gunner. Let's, okay. I will answer your question. I'll, I'll get you off the hot seat. I'll, um, I'll say my answer, too. <laughs> We're waiting on yours, though. So I, that's my, usually my answer is like, well, how can you pick like, which one's your favorite kid? But I guess, we'll see. I don't have kids, so maybe I don't understand. I have but, kids. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> it's the one that's um, still at home, right? <laughs> well, so, so, see, there's a short answer. There's a long answer. Angel Staircase, because it's our only like super high alpine race. Right. And I love like going to Hard Rock. I love here running in the Wasatch up the super high alpine with the lakes and the alpine wildflowers and right. the, the craggy, jagged mountains. Like Angel Staircase is, is high on the list because of that reason. Orcas Island is our, my first one. So mm. it's like your firstborn. It's like, right. yeah, it's kind of the favorite for that reason. Um, Gorge Waterfalls might be my favorite. No, wait, because we're, okay, we're, wait, let me, wait, let me wait, rephrase wait. this. What's your wait. favorite race? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> that answer could go on forever. We get one race. We're putting you on the spot, and it's going to sell out after this podcast as soon as you say it. Well, so they all, they pretty much all sell out. Damn. It's going to sell out. It's going to sell out now, and it's, it's not even sell out registered. Yet. Yes. Before the registration even opens, That's thanks right. to Trail Manners. They're going to send money to us to <laughs> register them. Right. Bribes. I like that idea. Um, <laughs> my favorite race. My favorite child is Gunner, my golden doodle. I'm, throw, I'm starting. Okay. Yeah, it's your turn. Yep, right. Oh, I'm you spinning need to the stall, bottle. You need it's to stall a little bit longer. All right, I'll give you a two-part answer. I'm oh going to narrow gosh. it down to two. So Yakima Skyline, I already mentioned, 10,000 feet of elevation gain. That one, we just changed the finish line just slightly. We're now on, instead of public land where we have to follow all these rules, we're now on private land. Oh, yeah. And Party it's time. right we on the river. Yeah. You can camp right there. It's, yep. it's just great for partying. There's all these trees for shade. It's, it's nice. But I think what's slightly better... I don't know. Come on, who does Come their home? Who does their homework on time? <laughs> who puts the dishes away? Who's your favorite um, kid? Come on. I probably I'm gonna say Beacon Rock, which is one that most people probably haven't heard of. Oh, haven't it's heard. actually one that doesn't sell out super quickly. See, that's and what, what we're gonna makes do for it, you. What makes Where's it special so is it, it's is right it? on the Oregon Washington border. Is it's it right Beacon on the Columbia Rock? River. It's is just it? outside of Portland. Um, <laughs> what makes it really cool is we're at this group campsite it's this big grass field surrounded by forest on all sides and it's in early summer like early june right and so a lot of our races are in like crappy times of the year <laughs> in the northwest where it's like <laughs> rainy and cold and like our beacon rock race i mean in some of our races like orchids we had a year where it was like almost 70 degrees it was crazy in february in, in washington crazy. and then like uh oregon coast we just right there on the ocean some years it's beautiful and sunny and nice and in other years it's 50 mile an hour winds with oh, heavy right. rain tr <laughs> like just like crazy tornadoes yeah yeah there was just a tornado just the, yeah. the week after our race there was a tornado there um anyhow so beacon rock because it's like our summer race it's like gotcha. everybody comes and camps out right there it's it's a beautiful fun course with it's challenging but it's not crazy hard it's got a 25K and a 50K, so options for everybody. Right. Views of Mount Hood, Mount Adams. Um, it's really close to Portland, so it's easy to get to. 
and we have a slip and slide at the oh, finish line for winner. adults and winner. children. <laughs> Chicken dinner. Yeah. So yeah. and so like we're, we're barbecuing out. We're grill, oh We're making gosh. pizza. We've got kegs. Of, well, that one we can't have kegs. So we got an unlimited supply of bottled beer. You hear that? Yeah. Um, unlimited. That's I my know. favorite word. And uh, <laughs> and a slip and slide. And it's just this big grass like lawn with people just hanging out, and it just the band is playing. And then this oh year, for gosh. the first time, we my buddy has a like a thirty foot wide outdoor movie screen and we set that up and we showed uh like an hour of films right and it's just like people are just hanging out like kids are running around playing it's just it's awesome beacon it's rock really folks awesome. beacon rock is gonna sell out quicker beacon rock than it 50k and 25k it's gonna sell out quicker now just so it's, you know so good call on naming that one. it's I kind of I, I call it our summer version of orcas island because orcas island we have 150 bunk beds and you have to take a ferry it's an hour-long ferry ride from the mainland out to orcas island and people just come and stay on this cool little island, just tiny little island. There's probably like 500 people that live on the island. And you're almost in Canada. Like your cell phone sometimes thinks you're in Canada. It mm-hmm. tries to charge you money for being in Canada. You got to right. turn that little thing off. But um, <laughs> Orcas Island is the same thing where everybody comes for the whole weekend and they're all together in one spot. And it's this big party. We have the band play until late night and people are dancing. After they ran 50K, like runners are actually dancing to the right. music. And so this is like the summer version where it's all outdoors right. and you're hanging out in the grass and it's just That sounds rad. That it, sounds yeah. super cool. So I'm gonna have to throw that one on the list now. <laughs> yeah. I might have to substitute one. You're gonna have to change one now. Well threes might be too much. <laughs> Oregon Coast and Orcas are the more like spectacular ones that are great for families. Right where they can go and do all kinds of different stuff up and down the coast or on the island. Right. Beacon Rock is like a good one like to bring a family and like camp out, like just do the ca- just family hang. camping thing. Right. So that's not going to work for everybody. It depends on, you know, how old your kids are or how True. camping friendly everybody is. Um, and there is actually, there's a really nice hot springs resort just probably like 10, 15 minutes away from Beacon Rock. So if like your family wasn't into camping, you don't have to stay in a tent. Right. Um, so that's always good. You got options. Options. So we and there's a lot of more information for everybody out there on all his races. Yep. And that's rainshadowrunning.com. Rainshadowrunning.com. So it's all the races. And then, of course, you have the trailfilmfest.com for the films. Right. We're going to put you on the spot just for a couple more minutes. <laughs> right. um, so I feel like I'm talking a ton. Is that okay? That's what a podcast is okay. for, yeah. We're it's, okay. Yeah, people can't really see us, so no. talking is the, the key thing here. What's your uh, What's your racing plans? Because you run. You're a runner. You got your running shoes and your running shorts yeah. on. You got yeah, I ran in Park City this morning. I can yeah. smell the squirrel's nut butter, so it looks like you've been running. <laughs> what's, uh, what, uh, what's your running plans for this year? You have, um, t- you have time for it. Well, I've been so busy, I haven't put in yet for the lottery, but every year I put in for Hard Rock, and right. I'll, you know, I still have a couple more weeks or whatever, so I'll put in for Hard Rock again. Um, I'm actually transitioning into the dude in charge of course marking Hard Rock, uh, wow. so even if I don't get into the race, I will be there. You'll be there. Um, I've been there, I think I've only missed two years in the past four, 13, 14 years. Whoa, that's um, the first so time I, either I met you, it was probably like. Mm-hmm. Eight or nine. You were years there, Kareem Jaime. Yeah, yeah. And that's the first time I ever met you was in the gym, the gymnasium. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's. I mean, to me, that's that's a big family reunion race. Like whether I'm in it or not, I'm gonna go crew. I'm gonna go volunteer, um, do the trail work, that kind of thing. Oh, I do want to get out to the world. I was talking to a guy. I think it's Salt Lake. He was not aware that if you're a never started, this is getting deep into Hard Rock lottery talk. But uh, Hard Rock, super popular hundred miler. 
it has three different lottery categories. Um, if you've finished the race five times or more, you're in one lottery. If you've never started the race, you're in another lottery. That's called the never started lottery. And then everybody in between, like me, is called the everybody else lottery. So if you're in the never started lottery and you're just dying to get into this race, come out this year or any year, do the two days of official hard rock trail work, and your tickets in the lottery are doubled. So, so when, do you know when that is off the top of your head? It's usually like the weekend before the race. Okay. So it works out really well. You can come into town, do the trail work, hang out and run around on the course, which will be marked by then, uh, during the week in between the trail work and the race, and then pay somebody on the race. Yep. So Hard Rock is unlike, I think, any other 100-miler out there where it really pays to know the course really well. Right. Like, no matter how well I mark the course, like I marked most of the course this year, it's still... You're going off trail for large sections, and you're in the dark. You're in snow. It could be foggy. The course markings that we put up could be knocked down. They could right. be eaten by animals. They could be taken down by other trail users. Um, and it's just like it's just not a normal trail race. So it really pays to come out early and get to know the area and get to know the trails. And um, so so anyhow, long story short, I'm going to put in for Hard Rock and hopefully run Hard Rock again this year. And all of my racing leading up to that is basically getting me ready for hard rock. Um, my next race I'm going to do is the quad dipsy, oh, uh, nice. which I finished that race more times than any other race. I love that race. It was started wow. by John Medinger, uh, who, um, was president of the Western States. And, uh, I'm pretty sure he founded the, uh, Miwok hundred K and then handed that off to Tia. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he, uh, he's also Lake Sonoma founder and current race director. So he's a, he, it's really great at putting on really good races and, um, he's not in charge of, uh, quad dipsy anymore, but he's still heavily involved in it. And that's a 28 mile race with almost 10,000 feet of elevation gain. Right. So it's great hard rock training or, yeah. and it's a double out and back on the classic, uh, dipsy trail, which goes from Mill Valley, California, which is kind of on the bay side up and over the, uh, Marin headlands and then down to the ocean at Stinson beach. Nice. Um, and you go out and back to the beach twice. And so you're constantly passing other runners, which makes it super social and everybody's always encouraging each other. So it's a lot of fun. I've volunteered at it a few times that I've ran it six times or five wow. times. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing I have on my calendar right now. But a lot will but, depend on Hard Rock, too, right. right? Yeah. If I don't get into Hard Rock, I'll probably go for a finish of the Nolans oh. 14. Um, that's I found out about Nolans the same time I found out about Hard Rock. Right. And all of my time and energy has basically gone into Hard Rock. Uh, in the last couple of years, I've been going out and scouting parts of the Nolans route. Um, that's a, that's a definitely a goal of mine is to get a finish there. Um Western States, you know, would be is high on my list. I, I crewed and paced there for the first time. I, I've crewed and paced uh, two years, a long, long time ago, and didn't go back for another 10 years because I was always going out to Colorado as early as I could. Right. Uh, but Western is another classic that I'd love to go and try to run a good time there and see how I compare to everybody else over the history of that uh -huh. race. So Awesome. Yeah. And the all good, tough stuff. That's right. James is not just a... <laughs> a, a Film promoter, no, right, or putting on—is that the best way? Film wears many hats, like yeah. we do. Many hats, many mm -hmm. hats, and so he's a he's a bad A runner too. That's right. But you mentioned to us that we were also—this is such an epic show—we're doing a ticket giveaway <laughs> oh, for yeah. the film festival. Yeah, okay, right? do that. So for 
any city? For any city. Any Did city. you guys figure out any kind of way to do this? We'll figure it I, out. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was your good job because we yeah, got to we'll say it out. right now. We got to come up with it right now. Mm. There's going to be a contest for tickets. How many tickets? Two tickets? Let's do three pairs of tickets. Holy oh, cow. Three pairs. That's tickets, right? So it'll be six. six total. But I mean, yeah. we'll have three different winners. Right. Each winner gets a pair yeah, of tickets. Pair of tickets. Okay. Right. So it'll be to any city. Any city. Um, let's see. Um, why don't I? Why don't I post something on the Trail Run Film Trail Running Film Festival Facebook page right. okay. about being on the show with you guys tonight? All right. And talking about the tour that mm-hmm. we're doing for the film festival. And those people have to sh- have what's to your, like what's it. Your Let's favorite, just say like. What's your favorite summer race? That way they have to actually listen to the show. Okay, yeah. so they have to comment. Yes, yeah, yep. so they have to comment. Okay. They comment your, on that post. Your favorite rain shadow race in the well, summertime. Not everyone's run one of our races. In no, the, no, no yours, yours, yours. In the summertime. Your you've personal already, one. You've already said it. You've already said it. I can't say it now. Wait, what do the people have to post? <laughs> what your favorite. Okay, help them out here. What your favorite rain shadow race is. In the summer is right. Oh, oh! They have to know the answer. They yeah. have to know the answer because yeah. we the want question. them to listen to the show. There we go. That's perfect. And that is deep. Into okay, the show. so you can post. What is my favorite right. race of rain shadow in the summer? In and the then summer, the answer right. is right. right. And so everyone that posts, oh, the answer is Beacon Rock. There we go. There yeah. you go. Just in case there you weren't go. listening earlier. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah. So out of everyone that posts a comment on that post with the correct answer, we'll be going. They'll be in a contest. A drawing. The first person that puts Beacon Rock, everybody's like, "Oh, I guess it's Beacon Rock." They're just gonna put Beacon Rock. <laughs> then they'll be in, right? Yeah, they'll be in. This right? isn't this isn't like rocket mm, science contest not. stuff here. We're and we've only on had here. one beer, so it shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah. So that's that's it. So you can win, right? Well, should we wait? Should we should we change it? Change it? Is that too hard? Should we? Well, no, should we not. just say like, what's the code word? Should we have a code word and <laughs> they have to enter the code word? What's your safe word? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just to stick with Beacon Rock. Let's okay, keep it simple. To get into my safe? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's numbers. You got to punch the numbers to get into my Dude, safe. Dude, if your safe word is numbers, go for it. All right? <laughs> well, okay, right. I like it. Okay. That's good. That's what it is. So, so you got to listen to the podcast to know the answer. Three, really, yeah, they should. Three pairs of tickets. So three winners. Yep. Each winner gets two tickets yep. to the film festival. Any location. Right. Right? For this year. For this year. And they have to post the answer. On After, your Facebook on page. The, on the on say the Facebook page they got to post it to. Uh, the Trail Running Film Festival. There you okay. go. So you got to go like the page while you're there. I mean that's the easiest part. Yeah. And then put your comment. Yep. You know what the answer is, and and we'll have the drawing there, and we'll announce that. Uh, when are we gonna cut it off? Yeah. Once it cut oh, off. Oh, that's a good answer because yeah. the films are the showings are happening right now. Yeah. So but, when's, um, when's this show gonna air? Let's so this show is going to air on. What's today? Today is that day. So that it's gonna. Oh my gosh! This show will air on November first. Okay. 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 So let's say we'll give people a week. A week. Okay. So November eighth, we'll right. announce the winners. Eight's my favorite number. It it's is perfect. So November eighth, we'll announce the winner. So the cutoff's November seventh. Yeah. No, yeah. Midnight at November seventh. There you All go. Right, there you go. We just made um, this so complicated. No, Utah, we didn't. You Utah gotta, time. You gotta be Utah. specific <laughs> about this. The cutoff for yeah. the. Tickets is November seventh at midnight. Yep, that's Utah rules. time, which is Mountain you Standard have to have time. Rules. If you come in after the cutoff time, it's like posting a movie to his film festival. You're after not going to get in. No. Yeah. So that's your deadline, right? Of the answer. To and his that favorite. will be that'll work for any show starting from probably Chicago on November 9th 
on. Okay. So all the Midwest shows, all the um, East Coast shows, all the South shows, all the West Coast shows. Wow, November 9th. So people will be able to be enjoying the World Series in Chicago um, at Wrigley. Oh, Ooh, or not. There. No, yeah. I'm a Cubs fan. It's going to happen. <laughs> so No, they're... they're when they're at Cleveland is what you really mean to say because no. Cleveland's already in. They are. Yeah, Cleveland just locked it up. That's but right. I'm 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 afraid I'm not afraid of no goats. So <laughs> I'm a good cubby. So that will be the. It's right uh, after the election too. It is. What election? <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, Carl didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was, what election? He was playing silly. He was. He was like he, oh, he follows he follows the news. Yeah. I told him before we had the show. I said, here's some of the questions. I'm gonna ask you some <laughs> questions. This is one. Do you want to touch this? A Someone asked answer. it, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll I'll answer that. Yeah. I'm like, oh okay, cool. Because I didn't know the answer. <laughs> so that's it. That's a ticket giveaway for. All right. You know, for that. So this has been an awesome show. Yeah. It's been, I mean, we're sitting on some boxes for box jumps. Yeah. Um, I did box jumps probably on this box this it. morning. Yeah. As um, soon as this show's over, uh, James is going to bust out some burpees. Yep. Um, and some thrusters. Right. Right. No. And some. Uh, I'm going home. <laughs> Joel's like, no, it's going to be <laughs> I've next been here all day. I'm next going time. Home. <laughs> next time. So. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. Taking Thanks, the time. You guys. I know Thanks you're busy. For the beer too. Yeah, I know you're busy with everything you're doing. You know, here at Trail Manage, we're going to be promoting this show nonstop. And right. the last thing I want to talk about the show, which I can't say enough about, is the logo. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? When I saw that logo, a tear got in my oh, eye. Yeah. So the logo, if you haven't seen it for the Trail Running Film Festival, is an 80s. VW bus. Yep. It's like a Westie. It's just money. It's got some running shoes from the mirror. It's mm-hmm. got, what mountain is that? Was that Rainier? That might be, call it Rainier? That might be Mount Hood. Hood? Um, okay. Well, I'm good with that. Yeah. Brett from Territory Run Company designed this, and, and his local mountain yeah. is Mount Hood. So that's yeah. probably the inspiration. It's just awesome. It is. And it it's makes me, solid. I'm like, man, now I can't even touch that because we have a bus that we like to play around with our logos on. But that's an awesome logo. So right mm-hmm. there. So, We'll wrap it up yep. so you can get on the road. You're headed to, to Bozeman, Bozeman. Uh, to see really some, some mics. there tonight. Right? Right. You'll see some mics up there. Yeah. A couple pair Mike of them. Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. Mike. Uh, a couple studs will get on the show. So Eventually. make sure you let them know they're going to come on the show. <laughs> uh, thanks for bringing the beer. Thanks yeah. for hanging out with us. Appreciate um, it. We'll have this show on. Don't forget about the contest, and please do yourself a favor and get out, not only to the Trail Running Film Festival, but get up to one of the races because yeah. it's in the Northwest. They're gorgeous. Go online, check them out. I don't care what you do. Rainshadowrunning.com for the races. Trailfilmfest.com for the uh, film festival. The film festival is awesome, so make sure you get there. So thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for bringing the beer, and uh, good luck the rest of the summer. And if you, see, if you see a film submitted by me and Joel next year, don't be surprised. Yeah. No, that'd be great. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. you guys. We I really some, appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're in it. I already got the idea, so we're good. I'm afraid. <laughs> No finger puppets. Yeah. Your safe word again is what? <laughs> Numbers. All right. Have a, good, have a safe trip. Yep. Thanks for joining you, and uh, we can't wait to have you back on next time through town. Okay. All right. Thanks, James. Thank you for listening to the Trail Matters podcast. We'd like to thank James Barner for taking the time out of his nationwide film tour to talk to us. You can check out more of James at rainshadowrunning.com or head on over to trailfilmfest.com to get more information on the series there. We also would like to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by our website at trailmanners.com. There you're going to find a ton of cool gear from beanies, hats, shirts, and some hoodies. You can also hit us up on the contact page. You can let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, and if you would like to be on our show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.